For the past 22 years, helping you to feel more alive in every area of your life. Welcome aboard, gang. David Essel in the box with you, broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California, as we do every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. And we are really happy that you've chosen to spend some time with us because we know all the options that you have. And we appreciate that. Of course, you're listening to us, David Essel, alive on XM246. We stream worldwide at talkdavid.com. Damn proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network. Our toll-free number, 1-800-548-8255. If you want to talk to me in just a few minutes, call now. If you have a thought, a question, we offer free coaching sessions on the air right now. I'm going to be telling you about our lineup. I'll tell you about my Miami weekend with Dr. Eric Pearl last weekend, uh, the reconnection. Connection.com. It was amazing. It was absolutely stunning. But if you have a question, if you're stuck in a relationship or with your career, maybe your health and addiction, your weight, whatever you're, if you're on the fence in life and you're not sure how to move, if you've been wanting to write that book, if you've been wanting to change careers, if you've been wanting to find deep love for years and it just ain't happening, call me 1 800 free. Coaching sessions on the air right now, 1-800-548-TALK. Yes, I will be getting to as many of your emails as as we can. Uh, And you know that during the show, it is limited. We try to get to as many as we can, but you can also call us, 1-800-548-8255. Again, 22 years on the air doing what we love to do. And today's show is going to be awesome. After I tell you about the guests, I'll tell you about the weekend, and we'll be talking to you, one 800 Five four eight eight two five five. Uh, first up in just a little while is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Now he's the author of many best-selling books, including "Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself." We had Dr. Joe in the past. I am a huge fan and have been for years of his work. We're going to find out how we can actually rewire our brains to heal. Fascinating topic. Thomas Pope is back this time with his new book, "The Power of Timing." How can we use the cycles of the moon to achieve goals and enhance our health? You know, last night, I think it was a full moon. Stunning. Stunning. We'll find out from Thomas how to use the cycles because there's certain times of the month and year that we should be doing certain things in order to enhance our chances of success. And then Keith Mitchell, the former NFL linebacker, the former pro bowler, is back with us as well talking about... Would a gay football player get the same response, the same support that the NBA player Jason Collins got when he came out and said he was gay? Huh. Seems like totally different worlds, doesn't it? The NBA and the NFL. We'll find out from Keith what he thinks about that. And, of course, we'll be taking your calls. 1-800-548-TALK. 800-548-TALK. So last weekend... I took the weekend and went to a certification program with Dr. Eric Pearl. As a matter of fact, while I was gone, we ran the interview last week that we did about, I don't know, two months ago with Dr. Pearl on the reconnection, reconnecting healing energy. And I went and did his certification workshop. Now, one of the coolest things that happened is that I cannot tell you how many XM listeners came up to me during the weekend from all over the place. Uh, Eric and Suzanne from the the Northeast. We had um, Mary and someone else that was from the Southeast. There were just a ton of people that came up to take the certification because they had heard my interview with Dr. Pearl And then they found out that I was going. And as one of the women said to me, she said, I figured if you were spending your weekend during a certification with all the stuff you've done in your life, it was worthwhile. 
And it was. It was mind-blowing. So let me tell you how I got there. So I interviewed Dr. Pearl. I was impressed. And then I said, well, before I go and do this workshop, I'm going to get a healing. For years, I have had one of the most serious chronic shoulder problems. Started in college basketball. Uh, After that, I just could never get it right. It'd go away for six months, come back, go away. For the past probably eight months, I was talking to my brother during this time, and I was saying to him I couldn't sleep half the nights. I mean, this went on for months and months. I did all kinds of chiropractic with a very good friend of mine who's an excellent chiropractor. Massage therapy and everything worked up to a point. So I decided to go to this woman who works with Dr. Pearl, Pat Atanas, and uh, I asked her for a healing session. And I walked out of the session, and I thought, well, that was really profound. It was beautiful, but my shoulder was still hurting. Two, three weeks later, all of a sudden, I woke up one day, and this is the truth. And this is why I went to the certification program. There was no pain left. And to this day, now that's been over a month, there has been, I mean, a twinge here and there, but it is nothing. And I was absolutely stunned. And if Pat is listening to our show right now, she will be equally stunned because I've never told her the story. And I decided to release it first on the radio. And then next time I talk to Pat, if she's not listening for some reason, I'll share this with her. But that's it was so profound. I said, I'm going for the certification. Uh, and, and before I forget, I want to thank everyone, Mary and Suzanne and Eric and everyone else I met who's listeners to the show. In Miami, thank you so much for coming up and finding me and and, and introducing yourself. Um, During the weekend, I talked to other practitioners of uh, the the reconnective healing is what we're talking about. I talked to other practitioners who were talking to me about how they have worked with clients and cancer was healed, migraines, all kinds of chronic pain. And basically, it's about rebalancing the body through this energetic healing technique that Dr. Pearl teaches. It's fantastic. I'm now using the reconnective healing, reconnective healing. I'm now using that in my practice. If you want to email me, just go to talkdavid.com, email me. I can explain to you what we're doing. You can find practitioners all over the country. Not telling you you have to work with me. You should work with me. You should work with anyone you want to, but this stuff is powerful. So don't hesitate. Email me at talkdavid.com and I'll get you more information. Um, there are times that, you know, things come about in life, different types of healing modalities, practices, emotional healing techniques that I, I run into and I keep them for life. And I think this is going to be one of them. 1-800, do you want to talk? Is there something going on that you want to share that you'd like to get off your chest with me and maybe find a way to heal? Are you procrastinating the hell out of life and you're just not sure what to do about it? Are you sitting there saying for years, I want to do this, this, and this, and you're just not doing it? Let us help you because that's what we've been doing for 30 years, for 22 years on the air, for 30 years, helping people to accomplish their biggest goals. Call me right now. Don't procrastinate the call. (laughs) You know, don't go, well, I don't know if this is a really good time. Hell, it's always a good time. 800-548-8255. This just in, uh, I'm a 29-year-old, attractive, I believe, she put in parentheses, woman who rarely gets asked out on dates. I work out daily. I read uplifting stuff as you advise. I'm a size two to four, if that even matters. Successful at work, live in a medium-large city, love music but don't drink. I refuse to get into online dating. Other than that, any ideas? Yes, get into online dating. <laughs> that's, that's my advice. And I know you're probably cringing right now, but don't turn off the radio yet. Whoever just emailed this in, don't turn off the radio yet. Listen. We know in our work 
that the answers to life's quandaries is to do that which we have never done or don't want to do. That's one of the greatest keys of success in life is when people start to do things that they don't want to do. Honestly, I would get online. The odds of meeting different types of people increase dramatically. And if you just want to date, you can go out on as many dates as you want. And if you want to get into a serious relationship, it's going to take you a lot more work online. I will say that. Getting dates online is effortless. Get into a great relationship online, that's a totally different story. But you can also Google, go to YouTube and Google David Essel online dating. And we've done several videos to help you with online dating. Just go, I'm sorry, to YouTube. Go to YouTube. Um, and then just put in search David Essel slash online datings, and you'll, you'll get a bunch of that kind of stuff. Um, this is interesting. Uh, I, I need advice from for a radio intern that wants to do their own show. I love to talk to the choir. All right, number one, if you're an intern in radio, do everything they ask you to do and more. Seriously. Show how serious you are to them. Number one. Number two, learn the full spectrum of not just hosting, but if you can, get into the engineering part of it, the selling, the marketing of it. You're going to need to know all that kind of stuff. Um, number three, I would say open, be open to doing overnights. Fill in on overnights. Lots of people, especially local shows, if there's local overnight shows, um, they need breaks from time to time. See if you can do some of the voiceover work. For any of the shows that are currently online with the station you're working at. And then the last one is, you're asking me for advice. I would ask the hosts at the station you're at for advice. You're tuned in to America's Positive Radio Talk Show. 1-800-CALL-ME-NOW, 548-8255. I'm David Essel. More information at talkdavid.com. Stay right there. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show, David Essel Live. Welcome aboard, gang. 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Looking forward to talking to you about what's on your mind in regards to body, health, relationships, career, money, and more. Let's go to Eric in Maine. You're on with David Essel. Hey, David. It was nice meeting you. This was last past weekend. Oh, Eric. Yes, I met you in Miami, my man. Yeah, I just want to, you know, if anybody's thinking about going to meet Dr. Pearl and get done what we had done, just to throw my two cents in is that, you know, I wasn't in much pain or anything, but it definitely balanced my life out where, you know, I see life a lot differently than I did before I went. So, Yeah, wasn't it a great weekend, Eric? Yes, it was a lot of energy and a lot of good people from, uh, I think it was 310 people from, I can't remember how many countries, but there was a lot of good energy there. Yeah, there really was. Now, are are you are you looking at doing this doing this work and helping others? Are you, or did you just go to the the weekend workshop to get benefit for yourself? What's going on with you? No, I plan on changing my life. I uh, I've done something for thirty two years, and I get the same results. But that was the first step, and uh, you know I was meant to be there, or I wouldn't have been there. 
And, uh, yeah, right so on. That's the first step. I've got to take small steps because i got stuff going on in my life. But it, uh, it opened a whole different outlook in life for me. Do you know, Eric, of all, like you said, there was 310 people there from all over the world. That was amazing. And I, and I had a chance to talk to quite a few of them. And I did not, I did not sense or feel or hear from anyone that wasn't transformed in some way through this work. Yeah, it was kind of uh, eye-opening to watch what was going on and the people that would cry because they were feeling good things and things were changing in their life just by sitting on the table and doing what we were doing. <laughs> I know. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, if, if you're unfamiliar with what Eric and I are talking about, Eric Pearl, Dr. Eric Pearl, who we've had on about a month ago or more, and then we replayed his interview last weekend, uh, created this type or, or was taught this type of healing modality. They call it the reconnection or reconnection healing. If you go to the reconnection.com, you can get more information about it. But it is so simple to do. It is, it's, it's a, um, a process that people can learn in a weekend. And the results, as I just shared a little while ago, and what happened to me physically is off the charts. And that is just one of a billion examples of how powerful this technique is. Well, hey, Eric, as you proceed down the new path to life, touch base with us every once in a while on the air. Let us know how you're doing and what other changes are happening, okay? I will. Just one thing to say is that it, it empowered me to be a little different. That's one of the things I did notice. Yeah, tell me more about that. It's empowered you to be different. What's that mean? Well, your, my attitude when I got back was totally different because I was shown to do something that I had no idea how I could do it or it could be done. And it's so easy that it empowered me to expand my mind a little further to say, well, you know, if that was easy, then what will be the next thing? It's probably going to be just easy. Yeah, right on, right on. You know, we, we create, it is so true, we create mountains in our minds of things that we cannot do. Other people can do this stuff, but we can't. Isn't that true, Eric? Yes. And all of a sudden, it, it just takes, you know, a weekend or maybe listening to the show or reading a book or doing something and saying, you know, I've got to get out of my own way and follow my heart. And I'm so glad you did, Eric. You have an awesome day, my man. I right, take care, Dave. Okay, bye-bye. 1-800-548-8255. One of the many of our listeners, Eric, who just called, that I met in Miami last weekend from all over the country. It was mind-blowing. We, I don't know how many people were there that listened to our show, but it was huge. Absolutely stunning. Call me. 1-800-548-8255. You got something going on in your life. You're stuck, unhappy, not sure what to do. This just came in. Uh, I just listened to the last person that you talked about, the young woman who can't meet uh, or meet people on dates. Here's my story. I'm 27, live in New York City. Listen to your show after my mom hounded me to do so for 12 straight months. You have a very smart mother. <laughs> if she hounded you to le listen to this show, honey, whatever else she's telling you, just do it. How do I get... Oh, this is interesting. How do I get my past boyfriend out of my mind? Uh, he was so not right for me in all ways, but we did have the best sex I've ever encountered. It's been 30 days, and I'm tempted often to call him for a quote-unquote hookup. I know this is terribly unhealthy thinking, uh, as I will spiral down into drinking nightly again if I do this. Well, I am so glad that you know the end result of making the incorrect decision. 
I think that's awesome. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Well, let me tell you why it's so hard to get them out of your mind. Number one, oxytocin. Oxytocin is one of the most powerful chemicals released during, uh, during sex, one of the most powerful chemicals in the brain released, released during sex. So you're having physical withdrawals. It's normal. If someone were to move off of heroin, pain pills, alcohol, they'll have withdrawal symptoms. When you're moving off of the drug oxytocin, doesn't matter if it's a healthy relationship, unhealthy relationship, it's the same stuff. You're going to go through that for a while. That's number one. Number two, emotional withdrawal. When you talk about having the best sex ever, one of the things that comes into mind is we doubt we'll find it again. We start to get an emotional withdrawal. So you're getting hit with a double whammy here, babe. Physical withdrawal and emotional withdrawal. And I'm just telling you the truth so you know this is why you're craving a bad relationship type of person to have sex with again. Uh, You're going to have to go through the cold turkey just like you're doing. But I'm going to tell you what I would recommend is to contact friends. I don't know how open you are with your mom, but get support. Get support. And when you're talking about, you're thinking about how you want to hook up with this guy again, have your friends hang out with you, take you out to a movie, do anything to get your mind off it because it will pass with time. The other thing I would recommend is that there's a a great 12-step program called Love and Sex Addiction Anonymous. Uh, or Sex and Love Addiction Anonymous, S-L-A-A, S-L-L-A-A, uh, Sex and Love Addiction Anonymous. And you can go online and find online meetings. You can find, if you're in New York City, hell, they're probably on every corner. But those are great groups to go to to sort of get an idea of surrendering the cravings, which is what all addictions we need to do, surrender the cravings. And don't also forget, I mean, the type of work that we do, counselors, coaches, ministers, we help people in your situation to overcome these challenges. So contact a professional. Email me at talkdavid.com. I'd be more than happy to give you some other thoughts and ideas. And, and you know, I wanted to take just a moment before we go to the bottom of the hour break is, and to share this. When it comes to um, relationship withdrawal, a lot of us continue to return to unhealthy relationships because of something else I didn't mention. But it's we really don't feel worthy. Why do women date the bad boys? Why do women date the guys that don't treat them well? Why do women date, you know, that kind of stuff? It's like we don't feel worthy of something greater, number one. Number two is we feel like in codependency, which is another addiction you may want to look at, in our codependent look at life is that, you know, we really need to feel needed. So if we find someone that we know runs into that category, oh, they're such a great person, they just need someone to love them. That's called codependency addiction. No, they don't need someone to love them. They need to go and work on themselves and heal and then get into a relationship. But they're not ready right now. If we're consistently drawn to that type of person, a man or a woman, drawn to the type of person who's really a great person but they just need someone to love them, then our role is we play the white knight or the white queen. We're going to heal them. We're going to help them. We're going to show them the way. We're going to give them the type of love no one's ever given them. All of that is illusion and fantasy to make us feel better, but it ends up spiraling into the same nonsensical, unhealthy relationship. So keep all of what I just shared with you in mind when it comes to moving forward in life. You deserve something much better. Don't fall into the old patterns, and I gave you the steps how to do it. 1-800-548-8255. Dr. Joe Dispenza is coming up in just a couple minutes. This guy is freaking amazing. You're going to love him. 1-800-548-8255. You're tuned in to David Essel Live. More information at talkdavid.com. Stay right there.
You're tuned into America's Positive Radio talk show for the past 22 years, helping you to make the very best decisions in every area of your life. We continue to do it now and for at least another 22. David Essel in the box with you. Don't forget, if you want to listen to the show live on your iPhone, just go to talkdavid.com, click on the XM logo, and you'll find out how to join the text club and listen to the show no matter where you go, no matter where you are on your iPhone, smartphone, Android, any of those kind of devices, it works. TalkDavid.com, click on the XM link, and there's the directions. 1-800-548-8255. So excited to have Dr. Joe Dispenza back. We had him on a little while ago, best-selling author of numerous books, including Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself and Evolve Your Brain. I found out about Dr. Joe's work a number of years ago through the very popular, motivational, inspirational, educational DVD, What the Bleep Do We Know?, Back with us again, Dr. Joe. How you doing? Very good, David. I'm happy to be with you. Oh, absolutely. Hey, I want to start off. Uh, I want our listeners just to hear one quick success story from you about a profound healing, Dr. Joe, that happened when someone that you worked with changed their belief system. So it wasn't about a new kind of you know medical technique or practice or supplement or something, but it had something to do with their brain. Can you think of something off the top of your head that would give an example of how powerful our brains are? Because that's one of your many areas of expertise. Sure, I can give you hundreds of them. Uh, we get feedback all the time. I mean, your personality creates your personal reality. And your personality is made up of how you think, how you act, and how you feel. So then if you're changing any one of those three components, you'll literally recircuit your brain in different ways, and you'll signal new genes in new ways. And we have people all the time that manifest diseases in their bodies, and they realize that they were living with pretty, pretty uncomfortable states emotionally and bad habits and uh, sponsoring the wrong th- thoughts. And here's an example. A lady was diagnosed with, Hashimoto syndrome, which is a, a thyroid condition where the thyroid stops making thyroxin. Now, 35-year-old woman, and, and uh, all of a sudden, the doctor told her that she would be living with this condition the rest of her life and that she'd be on medication, and end of story, and that was genetic. And uh, she came to one of our workshops and all of a sudden became conscious of her unconscious thoughts, began to notice her uh, habits of complaining and blaming and making excuses, and Looked at, looked at the emotions that she memorized that kept her connected to her past that were signaling the same genes in the same ways. And in approximately two months uh, in her meditations, just by thought alone, just by changing her state of being, she walked back into the doctor's office and uh, all of her tests were normal and uh, she's got a pretty exciting new life right now. Isn't that, That's got to make you feel pretty awesome, doesn't it, Joe? Well, you know, I mean... I think the greatest way that we learn is we, we, we get information and then we apply that information. We get a little instruction, but the most key component is feedback. And I think at this point in my life, David, when I'm starting to see all this feedback, you know, coming back from all the efforts we've made to, uh, to help people, it's, it's been so consistent now that it, it gives me purpose. It gives me meaning. It makes me want to continue doing what I'm doing. You, you mentioned something that... I know is so profoundly important, and, it, and, it, and it's a challenge for all of us, and that is how do we become conscious of our unconscious thoughts that are running the show, possibly enhancing a disease or keeping it with us? How do we become conscious of our unconscious thoughts? Okay, I'll give you two ways, okay? The first mm-hmm. way is the most common way. 
People usually wait for crisis or trauma or disease or diagnosis or loss. They reach the point where they're at their lowest denominator, where they no longer feel like themselves any longer. And they're no longer being themselves. You can see yourself better because you're no longer being it. And that's the moment people start to look at, God, do I want to continue thinking this way? Do I want to continue acting this way? God, do I really want to feel this way? And as you begin to observe yourself, it means you're no longer the program, but you're the consciousness observing the program. And that's when you begin to objectify your subjective self. The other way is to sit with yourself and close your eyes, eliminate the external environment, put some earplugs in your ears so you're not distracted by anything in your outer world. Put your body away, sit up straight and just close your eyes and literally go within and all of a sudden let your brain begin to tell you what you've been thinking about, what you've been firing and wiring all day long, and that's a habituation. Look at the emotions and behaviors that you're craving to reaffirm your identity. And if you sit with it long enough, all of a sudden you'll become uncomfortable with who you are, and that's now that you're at that point where you're ready to step into the river of change. So we're breaking out of the illusion of who we project we are into the reality of who we truly are. Oh, that's a great point, because most of us spend the majority of our life, you know, constructing an ideal, an an identity, an image, a a personality, a facade that we Mm -hmm. we like to present to the world. And it's connected to the external environment, the people we know, the things we do, the places we go or have lived and at different times in our life. And I think at a certain point when you no longer can reaffirm that identity, all of a sudden you start paying attention to how you really feel inside. And that's really when the soul begins to wake up and starts nudging you and saying, pay attention here, otherwise you're going to fall into oblivion. Now, Dr. Joe, you write about this in your books, your lectures and everything, and you yourself, I believe, I remember reading in one of your books, you hit a stage of burnout, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was right around what to believe, absolutely. Yeah. And and when you were in that yourself, did 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 you reawaken? Did someone say to you, "Hey, you know what? You're not having fun with this anymore." Did someone like bring that to your attention, or did you just sort of figure it out on your own and say, "I've got to change this"? Well, I, I figured it out on my own because I realized that you know, if you take your right hand and you place it up, you know, around your eyes, and you take your left hand and you place it around your navel, there's a gap that we present to the world. And for me. I realized that when I was out lecturing and doing all the things that are so fun and exciting, that I needed the external environment, all the people and conditions in my life to remember, to remind me who I was. And, and, uh, but when I wasn't out there in the world, I had this sense of emptiness or this sense right. of, like, lo- like, uh, like I was unhappy. And so I figured it out one day that if I kept going and doing what I was doing, that that ha- unhappiness was going to keep getting bigger and bigger. And so that was the moment I just decided to just, you know, close everything down and really just uh, reinvent myself. The one of the the addictions, I'm going to call it, Dr. Joe, we're talking with Dr. Joe Dispenza. If for more information on his work, go to his website, drjoedispenza.com, drjoedispenza.com. One of the mindsets that I, I even I like to, to classify as an addiction in our work is that of victimhood. Life isn't fair because I came from this environment. I wasn't raised in love. I'm black. I'm Indian. I'm Asian. I'm whatever. I'm white for whatever reason that we're victims. It is it is profoundly difficult for many people over a lifetime to change from being the victim and looking at all that is wrong to taking charge. What's the first step in breaking out of victimhood? Hmm. 
Well, this is a very interesting conversation because what people say when they're being victims is that I'm excusing my choice to change. That's why we stay victims. See, if you're living by some experience that has branded you emotionally, whether it's based on culture, race, gender, past experiences, whatever, there was some event or series of events that you drew a conclusion about that became a belief, a belief about yourself or your life. Now, if you can't change your emotional state from that past experience, it means you're anchored to the past, and you'll tell the story equal to that emotional state, and you'll reaffirm that identity. And what you're really saying is, after that experience or series of experiences, I've, I was branded emotionally, and I haven't changed in the last 20 years. Right. The person who begins to see that those emotions are just feedback from the past, and they realize that that emotion isn't loving to them any longer, and they make the effort to overcome themselves, to overcome that emotional state and begin to do things differently, think differently, teach their body emotionally to feel differently, and they go out and get a new job, get a new relationship, become successful, get a new degree, uh, buy a new house. And you ask them, you know, what about that event that happened to you 20 years ago? They would say, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Because a memory without the emotional charge is called wisdom, and that's the name of the game here. I, I love it. Dr. Joe, I'm going to ask you to stay right there. We're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk more with Dr. Joe Dispenza. Again, his website, check it out. Multiple best-selling books, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind. Check out all of his work at drjoedispenza.com. DrJoeDispenza.com. We come back, we'll talk more about the mind and healing and more success stories from Dr. Joe Dispenza. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show, David Essel Alive. More information on all of our guests at talkdavid.com. I am David Essel. Stay right there. You're tuned into America's Positive Radio talk show. David Essel in the box with you, XM246, as well as streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com. We're talking with Dr. Joe Dispenza. Don't forget that if you have friends and you're going, oh, my Lord, they've got to hear what Dr. Joe's talking about with rewiring their brains, breaking out of victimhood, leaving the past in the past, moving forward. All of our shows are archived. So don't worry. If you miss it right now, if you call them, they're not available to listen. They can listen to the shows. Just go to talkdavid.com. They can listen to all the shows. Dr. Joe's interview is going to be up there after the show tonight. You can listen to it during the week on your way to work. I'd also recommend all of our listeners to definitely tune in and re-listen during the week to remind yourself what you might have missed as you're listening to the show live, um, drjoedispenza.com, drjoedispenza.com, of course, best-selling author and so much more. Dr. Joe, a, a question I don't know if it's possible to answer, but I'm going to give it a shot here with you. Do you have any idea of the percentage of people that could heal by utilizing their brain differently that are not healing right now? Any idea whatsoever? Well, that's a great question because now we have to talk about the placebo, <laughs> which yeah, is an interesting yeah. concept. When you put your belief in something outside of you, in some case studies, you know, 
It's 10% and it can go up to 100% depending on certain variables. But I think that really this is teachable. And I think that, you know, certain people respond to pain management, say, better by just changing their, their uh, state of being. Other people mm -hmm. uh, respond to uh, the way um, their general well-being is. And some people respond that have Parkinson's disease just by changing their inner states. And I think that it's a, it's a broad field of exploration. And for me personally, because we're seeing so much results in some of the workshops that we're doing with MS and lupus and high blood pressure and celiac disease and uh, you know, chronic pain and food allergies and all these different conditions just going away, that uh, it, it stood on the shoulders of my research into spontaneous remissions. And I thought, well, if now that I know what produces those results, we should be able to teach it. And it took two years, but it's happening now. And now we're actually doing brain scans in our workshops to measure what's happening in real time. And, of course, I think you can get better at it and you can close that gap a little bit more if a person really understands what they're doing. Right, yeah. Now, and isn't it true, too, when we talk about the power to heal, isn't it true that, that many people, possibly some listening right now, are in resistance to heal? Oh, absolutely. And it's not that they consciously think they are. Ninety-five percent of who we are by the time we're 35 years old are a set of automatic programs, beliefs, perceptions, uh, emotional right. reactions, habits, and behaviors. They're happening pretty much where the body has become the mind. We've practiced something so many times that it's now the body has become the brain. The body has become the mind. So when it, when it comes time to change, you know, most people are using 5% of their conscious mind. They're going to think positively but they've been feeling negatively for the last 35 years. That's mind and body in opposition. The right. idea then to truly change is really to go into the operating system where all those programs exist and rewrite the programs. And then as you represent yourself, you've practiced it so many times, now it's your state of being. You don't have to think about it. So when people make dramatic shifts in their state of being, it's not just an intellectual process. They have to actually get their body physiologically involved. And when they do, they begin to rewrite the programs in a matter of moments. And, and uh, it can happen in the two weeks. It can happen in two months. It can happen in two days. It just depends on the person. Yeah. And, and I, I think also when I, when I think really quickly about resistance, Dr. Joe, I think about people, you mentioned earlier the concept of stories that they've carried, is that there's some benefits to be able to complain about chronic pain, chronic illness, isn't there? I mean, they've created this whole existence around woe is me, and to lose that, they would say, who the hell am I now? Exactly. I mean, it reaffirms their identity, and all of it yes. now is for that feeling, to remember who they are. So if they've memorized the emotion of victimization, then they have to keep the people in conditions in their life to reaffirm that addiction to that emotion to remember who they are, because God forbid they can't remember who they are because they're not feeling suffering anymore. They can't predict who they'll be. But the right. best way to predict your future is to create it, and that's when you step into the river of change. The hardest part about change is not making the same choice as you did the day before. Hmm. And if the moment you step into that river of change and you're no longer thinking, acting, or feeling the same way, now you're in the unknown. And most people don't want to cross that river of change from the old self to the new self because it feels unfamiliar. It feels uncomfortable. Sure. But that's sure. the place where you create from. And if you can cross that river, what most people don't understand is that it is a neurological, biological, genetic 
chemical death of the old self. It literally is a reorganization of tissue. But when you get into that midstream area where you all of a sudden don't feel like yourself anymore, now's the time to reinvent the new self. Now is the time to create a new future because you've just left the familiar and now you're in the unknown. So would it be safe to say, Dr. Joe, that, that for a person to drop victimhood or to move out of disease state is that in the beginning they're going to have to use willpower and discipline to start to continue to walk into those uncomfortable actions and thoughts? I mean, willpower is the place to start? Yeah, I mean, the hardest part about all of this really is making the time to do it. I mean, if you sat down with yourself and you said, okay, if I'm living in a state of victimization, how do I think? What do I say to myself when I'm mm. feeling that way? And you sat down for an hour, you didn't do anything else, you didn't turn on the TV or your, your computer or your phone, and you sat down and you wrote down all the thoughts that were driven by that emotion, you would become conscious of your unconscious thoughts. And then if you said, how do I act when I feel like a victim? Oh, I blame, I complain, I make excuses, excuses, I feel sorry for myself, I talk about other people. That all reaffirms that state. Let me just become conscious of those unconscious states. And what other emotions do I feel when I feel like a victim? I feel guilty, I suffer, I feel bad, uh, you know, and you list all those emotions, shame. And as you begin to become familiar with those states of mind and body, you're like Gandalf on the bridge saying, you may not pass any longer. That <laughs> right. is the process of change. Now, once you're clear on who you no longer want to be, then you might want to think about who you do want to be. How would greatness think today? How would they act? How would it feel? Can I teach my body emotionally what my future will feel like? And if you can do that and get up in a new state of being, in time, you will be able to very naturally move into that state of being, and the old will die away, and the new will be born. How, how long, we've got about a minute and a half, Dr. Joe, how long would it take someone, and let's just stay with the victim, that, that's been a victim, life isn't fair, my family's not fair, my husband, my wife's not fair, my boss isn't fair, my genetics aren't fair. If someone would apply the techniques that you offer in your books, how long on average do you think it would take someone to start to see a shift in their world? Oh, we've seen it anything from one meditation in the same med- you know, one day all the way up yeah. to you know, six months to a year. But we've seen people turn around cancers and diabetes and chronic pain, all kinds of things. And it just depends on the person's focus. It depends on their uh, time that they practice. It depends on their uh, understanding of the concepts. It, 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 uh, there's several variables. But, but yeah. in time, people usually make the turn. And we really have to begin with effort. Yeah, the first step really is making time for yourself and sitting down and, and really lighting a match in a dark place. That's the hardest part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 30 seconds. Is there anything Dr. Joe is trying to change in his life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so busy these days, David, that I guess my challenge lately has been balanced. We've been in the books now in 18 languages, 19 languages, and we're just so busy all over the world, and I'm just trying to make it so that I enjoy life while I'm doing this, and so it's it's an exciting time for me. So yeah, this is that's great. It's a great problem to have, and I'm sure that you'll master it if you want to sit with the uncomfortable, Doctor Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> we're, we're talking, Doctor Joe Dispenza. Visit his website, drjoedispenza.com, for all the information. Uh, the books, of course, is two bestsellers: "Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself" and "Evolve Your Brain: The Science of Changing Your Mind." Doctor Joe, we hope to get you back on again. Love having you with us. Thank you, David. You're great at what you do. All right. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye now. 
1-800-548-8255. Helping America to change. If you have friends that aren't listening to the show right now, tell them to tune in. Or tell them to go listen to the archives. Listen, we have hundreds of hours up there to help you radically change your life. That's the whole purpose of our existence, to serve you. TalkDavid.com. Much more coming up. Stay right there.